0: Welcome to Football Hot Boys, the show where two hot seamen talk about football, Mountain Dew commercials, not having sex with Sierra, and the wondrous return of Yanis. If If Thompson was a little more plugged in, the first thing he would have done was thrown uh, Russell Wilson on the trade block, and because like I, I'm I'm wondering if now this starts to get
1: people moving a little bit more. Yeah, like that, yeah. In Dynasty, he's definitely a better asset now. I mean, granted, he did come off his worst season of his uh, career. I don't know about fantasy, but in real life he did. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. just this is what we were talking about, man. Like Denver. I know we got some people celebrating (laughs) in our league, you know?
0: Yep, there you go. See, we're we're owners for like two and a half weeks, and all of a sudden we start pulling
1: off like incredible (laughs) fucking moves, man. People didn't think we had it in us. We made that fucking deal happen through blood, sweat, and hot dogs. Yep dude the hot boy
0: era begins and we've got the hottest boy there is russell wilson
1: we were trying to we were just trying to land whichever douche we could land and once aaron Rodgers resigned we're like all right we'll we'll go get that other douche
0: who's this who's the second douchiest guy in the league oh that's right the guy who's married to sahara but won't
1: have sex with her (laughs) so yep that's the one dude let me go back uh my buddy who's an actual broncos fan you know we Mm -hmm. were texting today obviously uh we had a. Uh, I usually don't like tell my own jokes, but this one's too good yeah. for me not to tell this joke. I'll just read the back okay. and forth in text that we had. So basically, he just texted me. I think I would prefer Russell Wilson. So this is awesome. Aaron Rodgers is better, but Wilson has more years left. And then I just said, "Yeah, big move, man. Congrats." And he goes, "Now you guys definitely need to buy the Broncos." And, uh, and then he goes, "And have Antonio Brown be the backup." And I said, "We're working <laughs> on it, man. It's a work in progress." And he said, "I wonder how many hot dogs Russell Wilson can eat, though." Well, none, not until he's married. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Can't be eating dogs until I'm tying the knot, man.
0: That's the kind of stuff that's going to get us that Oscar Mayer sponsorship that we've been
1: <laughs> angling for for a month now. I mean, it's just so easy. Penises, hot dogs, just the shit writes itself. Absolutely.
0: And the good thing is you can marry that, and Golden Tate won't have sex with
1: it. So <laughs> that's maybe the best part. It's maybe the best part of it. We'll hire Golden Tate to be our wide receiver uh, coach just. He's a yep. con- concierge. He's just there to be like, hey, use your hands more. <laughs> he, we just like hire him specifically to be
0: like Russell Wilson's coach, like just so he can have power over Russell Wilson. Keep him in check. Now, when you listen to everything Golden tells you, I don't care if he's like, hey,
1: let me have sex with your wife. He's your coach. You let him do it. You You let him do it. God damn it. Not again. Well, all the boys are back in town for you, man. Jeez.
0: Yep. I mean... Good, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I I can't really expect any more. Um, right, we still don't. So Aaron Rodgers is back. Hooray! Good, good, good. Let's let's stretch this out as long as we possibly can because I know the lean years are coming. I want I want to stay in the sun as long as I can. Um, he was first reported that he signed the biggest contract a human being has ever attached himself to, and he's making 50, 50, 50 millies a year. Um, as of recording this episode that has been debunked and the real number has not come out yet i it was a confusing contract for in that way cuz like if you're going to come back and you're Aaron Rodgers and you just like i just need to win one more for christ's sake why not i'm not telling you to to play for the veteran minimum but like 32 million Like you know, just and get get
1: that free agent wide receiver that you need. Yes,
0: and then now we can add Michael Gallup because you did that, or or we can keep Cedarius Smith because you did that. Like you know, you know, just something like that. So I I have a funny feeling it's going to creep back again. Not a ton. He's not running charity over here, but um, (laughs) I, I suspect that we'll have a little bit more room. So that I'm a little bit excited about, and also. I say this every year, and every year I get I get my heart broken. It's like now you gotta draft a receiver, right? Like you like this is you gotta though. Like there's no other way to get one, and you you saw what happened not having one last year. Like you gotta. So I'm also kind of excited that every we need receivers. It's literally just Devontae Adams and Amari Rogers on the team. Mm -hmm. No one else is under contract. Mm We don't have money to sign anyone else. Like we have to build that way. It's the only way we can actually add to the team. So I'm excited to sit down on draft day and not be disappointed. Go ahead and mark that on your calendars, March 8th. I said
1: that. Yeah, you're gonna have <laughs> to draft like three, three to four receivers. Yes. In two months. Yes.
0: And and we're right in the the Christian Watkins, George Pickens, uh, Jahan Dotson area of the draft. Like I feel like I would love any of those guys in that neighborhood. I I feel like we get a good player there. So. Yeah, so I, I'm excited today. Big day as a packer, as a Packers fan. Just a big news day in general, man. Like it's, we jumped right into the Russell Wilson thing, um, because it just happened before we got on the mics. But like we have free agency to preview, we have the combine to go over. Like missing one week, and then all of a sudden we're fucking buried in homework, dude. That'll show me for having fucking IBS flare up from hell <laughs> and not being able to record.
1: Yeah, and I was sitting there for a while. I was like, man, nothing's happened. And then everything happened. And, and literally the one week we took off is when football mm-hmm. happened again. I mean, not to, I didn't want to blow past the Russell Wilson thing. I mean, we can yeah. obviously talk more yep. on that. Um, I, I'd be, yeah, I'd, like I'd have that. fun, like, you know, talking projections as far as what we think this team is going to be, what it looks like, what they do, where they finish. I mean, we could go down the complete Denver rabbit hole here.
0: That division is a
1: fucking meek right are they're, they're the new NFC West, man. Like, they are tough. That's tough. <laughs>
0: like, that Raiders team that just made the playoffs is by they're, far... They're the worst team. By far the worst team. And that's
1: insane. And they're not bad. They're not a bad team.
0: Like, unless we see a very Chargers-like shitting of the bed by the Chargers... I don't see how that team doesn't put two puts to put three teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we can take a quick road trip here. Cause I said, the chargers, Mike Williams, I, mean, you, I told you, you that these it. receivers are going to be making 20 million a year. And, and Mike Williams, he's making $28 million
1: in his first year in this contract. Yeah, It's, it's front loaded, right? yeah so the thing is is that you were 100% right and I knew you were gonna be right and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm sounding like a hypocrite because all I've been talking about for a month is pay receivers because that's what the game is but Mm -hmm. goddamn Mike Williams is just he's tough and I understand how important he is even when his numbers don't show it I think that's the thing that gets lost in translation with Mike Williams specifically is he's doesn't need the ball to impact the game and you have to guys like that and that's why guys like that are usually drafted in the first round over like alpha stud receivers because of the way they impact the field it, it allows other players to be better because they can stretch the field tall body yada yada could go on but 20 mil man that's a that's a that's a lot for a team that like hasn't done anything yet um that's i think that's maybe my biggest problem with it is is like yeah sure we think they're good and they kind of are but it's like, man, it's a it's a it's a weird team to be paying a receiver like him like that. If that makes sense.
0: Well, I, I think the way they're thinking is, hey, Justin Herbert's still on his baby deal, and I want we want to make him as supported as possible. We have the cap space, knowing that Chris Godwin and, and Adams aren't getting loose. Like, where are you going to spend that money so from an offensive point of view? Where are you are going to get
1: more impact? And you're I right. Mean, I mean, we've kind of yeah. talked about the the other guys, and Mike Williams is probably the best out of the other ones. Kirk, Gallup, mm. um, Chark. I mean, so it, that's how we kind of knew he was coming back because of all that stuff I just said and what you just said. Like, Godwin mm. was going to get – God, poor Chris Godwin, but that's what injuries do, man. You get franchise tag, not to get off track. But, yeah, I mean, Godwin's too good. Um, and I, Amari Cooper is probably too good maybe not I don't know but the other guys are obviously not as good as, as Mike Williams and he's already there system works with him he got paid man
0: and and when Godwin's Godwin and Adams contracts come down they're going to be 25 I, I somewhere in that area, man. I don't know. I don't understand because you, you can't just like, hey, we'll give you Mike Williams money there and go. Ha, ha, no, <laughs> I am not Mike Williams. You will pay me more than Mike Williams. So, um, yeah. So we're talking like paying what just a couple years ago was quarterback money to, to 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 two receivers, man, and like you're paying them more than like you're paying Aaron Donald. So yeah. like. Oh. Yeah, so some big money being thrown around to these guys. But back to Russell Wilson. We're doing a horrible job st- staying on
1: on, uh, on track. Just too excited, man. Too many, too yeah. many big moves.
0: So the, I think one of the most interesting things about this trade was how Seattle almost treated it the way that we treat our dynasty fantasy trades in that, yes, they got a whole bunch of picks for a big asset, but they also got young players back, which for some reason, I never understood why the NFL has been hesitant to that in a lot of trades like for the most part where you see like big player moves like dump jobs or a rebuild move it's always like giving me as many first and then to try to pick wise that you can but no they went out got a bunch of picks and they got two they got shelby harris and they got noah Fant, which i'm they're not pro bowl level players but they're kind of just sitting right below that level so like Good i like players, to see though. teams yeah, I, I have to think it's a cap thing where you don't want to bring people in during a rebuild that you'll eventually have to pay. But other than that, like I don't see why teams don't do this more because, like, yes, now you're rebuilding, but whatever quarterback you bring in... Oh, by the way, Drew Locke was in the trade. Don't worry about it. Um, but whatever quarterback you, whatever real quarterback you bring in to actually play for your team, having Noah Fant there is a huge yeah. help. <laughs> and putting Noah Fant next to the two stud receivers you already have there and some of the young guys like Dwayne Esridge and all that kind of stuff... It's going to go a long way to developing them. Like you can't just gut your team and then throw a quarterback in there, and then you have basically David Carr 2.0, where it's just like
1: die, 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 and it's over. I think you're 100 yeah. percent right, dude. This is the new way to rebuild in the NFL. Is like still because again, man, we we talk about receivers all the time. This is what the game is. So you might as well just like keep that core the way the way you have it, and then just I think getting Fant was pro. I mean, the first were. I mean, they're coming. Like you're not making a Russell Wilson deal with August the first. Second, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're coming. But I think the fans specifically was like you said. That was like the 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 piece that was sneaky and smart. The the now to go on the opposite side of the spectrum. I think they did something really fucking dumb as well. And it's something to rehash on like our dynasty strategies and stuff. Mm-hmm. They did something where it was a terrible dynasty strategy where like players in a dynasty league will try to be like oh i want that better quarterback here downgrade your quarterback for this quarterback and then i won't have to pay you as much because i'm still giving you some value it's like no dude i don't want that shitty quarterback the whole point of me moving my quarterback is to not have your sh- shitty quarterback i don't know what the whole, i don't know why drew lock is getting on a plane to go out there it makes no sense why he was involved in that deal um i'll let you because i'm already frustrated but i'll let you go into the rant of like Seattle's getting a quarterback and we probably can narrow down to like two guys yeah so I have two thoughts on that so you get
0: what is I believe the ninth pick in this draft you get like a nice primo pick back in this deal which is good because you didn't have any first because your first first or hanging out with the Jets because you really wanted a safety god <laughs> does that move look really bad any, <laughs> anywho we haven't discussed this on the show yet but I I have felt this for almost a month I feel like the number one quarterback in this draft class is is Malik Willis, and it's it not is. particularly close. No, it's not it is particularly close. Right, so uh, it, you take him there, and you have your new quarterback. Why is Drew Locke in here? Like, keep Drew Locke in Denver, make him Denver's problems. Like, well, we don't have room for Drew Lock. Not my problem. So keep him there. Give me a third or fourth or it. Anything of actual value because Drew Lock holds no actual None. value for me because Geno Smith is already in the building. Let's say let's say you take a pass rusher there at nine instead. You're like ah, we don't like Malik Willis, whatever. Or or he goes earlier and you're like ah, fuck, we don't like Willis. Start Geno Smith and be, be bad man. Correct. Like don't or, or or go out there and and, and sign Jameis Winston or Marcus yep. Mariota just do anything that ha- that that doesn't. Tip the scales in that draft. You just lost that lost dude. I honestly, man. dude, that's you great yeah, assets, I,
1: I like man. Mariota in that rebuild. I like him for a year. I like Mariota in mm-hmm. that rebuild for a year. Like, why? Yeah, yeah. it'll be cheap as shit. Exactly. And yeah. the more the more I think about it now, I'm I'm starting to think that this is how the fucking conversation went down. Where they were like, okay, give us Noah Fant, and they're like, no, we're not giving you Noah Fant. And they were like, all right, right we'll, we'll fucking take Drew Lock too. And they're like, all right, deal, fucking deal, take them both. <laughs> like that was the only way that they were gonna give up Noah Fant. I, I, I mean. That, that's the only explanation I could think of. Jesus. I, yeah, I, I don't understand that part.
0: He's not going to play for them. I don't think he beats Geno Smith. No, like, even, no. Gino if they Smith's don't bring better. anyone else, Geno Smith's, Smith's better. better than him. So it's like, it, it's a real dumb part of this trade. I, I, I always hate that. Like, I hate when, like, um, I think Kyle Orton went back in the Jay Cutler trade. Yep. Like, you know, just weird yep. shit like that
1: that I've always thought was just really, really you dumb. Can, I mean, you can just find that guy anytime you want any time you want you that does not have to be an asset in the deal that you're making it makes zero sense mm-hmm. to include a guy like that in a trade of that caliber e- exactly man
0: Th- though i will say real quick post post combine is i think maybe the best time for twitter rumors like if you're hanging out on twitter on draft twitter it's like ooh, it's primo time you're, you're hearing some juicy stuff Two of them that are tan- two rumors that are kicking around with like some actual credibility, like some of the guys saying it have blue check marks, like so, like there's some credibility to it. They're kind of tangentially related to this. One, Mitch Trubisky is going to get actual money in actual years.
1: I've heard that entirely just absence makes the heart grow fonder where it's like, Oh, we didn't see Mitch for a year. Maybe he got good. You know, that's my philosophy, man. How many times have I went on rants about quarterbacks that haven't played of how their value goes nowhere, but up for some reason, Mm. just because we haven't seen them. It's the ghost quarterback effect, dude. I think it's the worst thing in football.
0: Watch out. Washington commanders. That is the most
1: That That is the cummiest move that they they could possibly do,
0: man. Like Mitch Trubisky in Washington, Mm. write it down now. But anyway, he would possibly be a place, and like, if for some reason that rumor is not true, get Mr. Trubisky on a deal there. Again, prefer to Drew, to, to Drew Locke. Two, the assumption that Malik Willis will be there at nine is, and Clark and I said this earlier this year, those quarterbacks, yeah, everyone hates it. They're going to creep, 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 creep up the board, yep. man, and they're going to be up there. There's legitimate heat now that uh, about Malik Willis to Detroit at two. Yeah. Like there's there's legit heat there. Um, and I believe it. I believe every y- bit of it. And and for the record, if you like him that much, do take it. them there. Do it. Yes. D- don't bet on swinging back at pick thirty two and taking Sam Howell. Like no, you don't want that. You, you don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that. You, you don't want to do that. So yeah, just if if that's your guy, swing big. Take him. He'll have a bigger impact than any, as good as good as I believe Adrian, uh Hutchinson is. And I do really believe Aiden Hutchinson is like a legit blue chip talent this draft any draft. He will not have the impact on your team that Malik Wills will have. So I, it sounds crazy right now, but if that happened on, it was the same way I didn't kill the Jaguars way back when, when they took Blake Bortles. It's like, no, if you think that's the guy, then spend whatever pick you need to get him. Like, like, fuck it. Like we, cause otherwise, you know what you do? You end up being Denver and you spend all your picks for a billion years to go ahead and get a guy later. Who's already 13 years into his,
1: inexpensive. <laughs> so yeah, if you think he's the guy, take him at two. Fuck it. Whatever. So I agree, man. And, and not every organization can be, let's face it, man. Denver's been pretty lucky because they've done the same strategy for a decade now where they have piddled around, tried to land a quarterback as far as drafting one and they suck at it. And then they just cash in all of their equity. And, but it sounds like I'm knocking them because they, they have been lucky with that, but they have done the one thing that uh, brings the quarterback there as they build a hell of a foundation. So I can't, I can't call them complete luck artists because they have an insane team minus a quarterback, so they they almost build teams backwards. That's how Denver does it. They get everything else but the quarterback, and if you it's like the field of dreams, man. You build it, they will, the fucking quarterback will come. So I, I was uh, like,
0: I was watching ESPN or CBS Sports H, HQ or something, and they put this graphic up and it had all the quarterbacks between Peyton Manning and now that started for the Broncos. And it is comedy. It is like <laughs> Brett Ripon and Brock Osweiler and Paxton yep. Lynch. And like all these guys that like they spent draft capital on. And like I looked at Brock Osweiler and his record as and 4 and I'm like, well, I don't know why in my brain that I had this thing that Brock Osweiler was briefly good when he was in Denver, but evidently <laughs> that just was never there. Like that was an entire bit of fiction that was in my brain. Um, but I was thinking Denver not only did what you talked about really well, where they just build the team really well. They're also very good at going, ah, now he fucked up this quarterback, and just not wasting their time on it. Which is is a skill. That is a very real skill that most franchises do not have. (laughs) And you're going to see the other franchises that don't have it because they're going to do stuff like draft Kenny Pickett and then be stuck with him for half a decade. because. For some reason people think Andy Dalton Hell is a place to be that you can have success with and you really can't. <laughs> so we could use that to transition
1: into the combine and talk about Kenny Pickett's tiny tiny baby trump hands. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Okay. I, that's so, that's just something you don't want to be in the headlines with. Not that like I don't I don't think that matters at the end of the day like as far as I think it's no secret that we don't really like him as a prospect um and that doesn't Make me dislike him more. I don't believe. I just think it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's a very silly thing. Like, like measure his dick while you're at it. Like, it, yeah, it's like I understand. Well, we well, it's easier you're holding the ball. It's like, well, he, he, same has balls in college, and he throws it all the time. He, he doesn't threw them like
1: forty-two touchdowns last year. Like. What? He, 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 like you should just watch him throw the ball. And if he if he can't throw the ball and he's like terrible at throwing the ball, and you're like, God, man, I don't know what could it be. He keeps slipping out of his hand. But like, that's going to be an issue once every like eight games. Like, come on, man. That's but Daniel Jones has bigger hands and he fucking fumbles. Yeah, and every he sucks. He can't seconds. hold on to anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he could be holding <laughs> a newborn baby and he'll drop it. Like, yeah, irrelevant. I I don't know. I just think it's a a dumb thing to to fixate on as far as if you think he's good or not i've said this several times on the show like analytics are important
0: but you can use them and really it's what's more important is how you use the analytics yeah and like so if you find these weird trends and then you just remember when there was that stat for a long time that no big contract quarterback ever won a super bowl and then right brady won a super bowl (laughs) it's just like and you could point to like all these other times that that big contract quarterback's lost the role by three points. Like it's a completely fucking useless statistic. I feel like the hand is the same way. It's like, Oh yeah. There's like a kind of a logic there. Oh, ball, big hand, small, not go well. Like maybe, but like if you want to make fun of Kenny Pickett or, Bring him down as a prospect. I have a bunch of legitimate reasons you 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 can use for that. Why
1: are we picking on his hands? I mean, I think there are other things that you could fixate on dimensional wise, as far as like mm -hmm. the way a man is shaped. Like if he was short, that that's that statistics and history have shown that that is a problem. Like Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, list goes on. Drew Brees has even had issues with. Like that's a legitimate concern. I I don't know that if there's data on fucking hand size to success ratio. I I'm not sure if that exists, but it just it just seems like you're reaching for a reason not to like someone. Well, and to continue to dump on uh, on, on Kenny Tech here just a little bit more. Um,
0: I have never seen like people who are positive about a prospect, like the people who stand him as a prospect, have weirder arguments. Cause like, dude. If he if he pans out if he hits the ceiling he could beat Andy Dalton hmm. and it's like is that what you want? <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> cool <laughs> I'll go ahead and spend 15 overall on him then like that's yeah, I don't I, get
1: that I don't get that at all
0: and, and fucking clowns are gonna come back Andy Dalton led the league in passing one time when the moon was full and all the other quarterbacks died like you know it was it, 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 Andy Dalton's still Andy Dalton and he still did what he did. And like I I don't know like if you're trying to sell me that's a ceiling. I'll take player I'll take a player that's a higher ceiling with a lower percentage of turnout every time. Because yeah. like, go ahead and swing big. Like quarterback is not something that I think you can play safe and have a ton of success with. I just I just don't.
1: Like, it, it, and by success I mean win championships. Like yeah. I mean that, that's just not a, that's not a first round profile. <laughs> like what you just no. described. That's not that's not even close. Go ahead and give me Desmond Ritter, a guy that I
0: know has more problems and was more likely to end up as like a Case Keenum level player. But the upside also has a has has way bigger upside, bigger arm, more athletic, throws better on the move. I I really I
1: I don't I think you can play that game with other positions, but not at the quarterback position, man. No, no, absolutely not. Like as far as what you're building your team around, like swing big every time. Yep. So, uh, what are some other things about the combine that that you thought were worth talking about? Uh, let's go and get the fucking cat out of the bag, man. Breeze Hall, uh, holy shit! Yeah,
0: he's really fast and really big and really strong.
1: Yep, yep. And I henceforth renamed him into Breeze Hall. No longer Breeze yeah. Hall. Yeah, go Breezy Hall, man. Man, like, ho- like I did. Yeah. I did not see that coming. I thought for sure. He was gonna run a four five four four five three, but the the fact that we're sniffing around the four four territory, and I mean like to layman, it's like okay, point one five of a, that's insane. That, that that puts him in a different tier, just because of his size as well. Because he's not he's normally that that time is reserved for those third down backs that weigh two hundred pounds. He's not that guy, man. <laughs> he's a compact. What is he? He's 5'11, maybe 5'10, something like that. 215. So he's. Yeah, so somewhere in that. He, so yeah. he's, the, he's, he's more of a hybrid between the two conventional running backs as far as a bruiser and a scat bag, whatever you want to call it, uh, third down change of pace guy. He is a complete running back with the profile, size, and 40 time. Find his exact forty time real quick. I saw that that it was there was two up. I think, it, I think. Four, Here, go
0: ahead, Nicole. Edit out this time that dead time while I look this up. Actually, instead of editing it out, replace it with a funny joke from Big Bang Theory. You know the the funny one. It was on for like fourteen seasons. Do you, you want? Do you, you want find. this
1: fucking podcast edited, man? <laughs> She's gonna be on for weeks looking for a <laughs> joke just been for a funny joke okay so so
0: okay i found it good old breezy hall ran a 439
1: that so the, yeah that's what i thought it was but then i heard there was some like that it was closer to like the 444 range and so what even if it is 444 i don't care the fact that he, I'm, let's just say four for the sake of like non-argument he's running a four. Mm. that boy Boy, boy, it's boy, two, boy, boy. It's two
0: hundredths away from the fastest time there. Like the guy who ran the fastest time ran a four three seven. Yeah, nobody it knows can, who he is. So, yeah. So if there had, if you had any questions about who the number one running back is in this class, they're over. They're over. Like I don't think there's any way he was probably going to break into the first
1: round, but I think he the, climbed no. from the middle of the second to the top of the top of the second. The, I, I think there's a chance he goes in the first round now. That, that, oh you do I, I do I do because think about it man think about who went in the first round last uh, year Miami has a late one yep Like, and, and he's either, he's arguably a better pro- I, I think he's a better prospect than Travis Etienne right now and he's I, and it's close but I, yes. he might be I a better prospect than Najee Harris too and I, I think he is I honestly think he is that's interesting I'm not ready to go quite it, it, I, I hear you it's an but, argument either yeah. way but it's, I think it's close I think it's damn close and, and the
0: thing is like this running back class was kind of, it, it was, I would I describe it as maybe top heavy, uh, is a little bit way to put it out it, and like a little bit like like everyone likes Bruce Hall, but everyone else is like eh, Kenneth Walker ran really fast, yeah. Strong some other really guys fast. made yes. this
1: class deeper. I will say mm-hmm. that too. Yeah, that some other because I thought it was gonna be three deep, and then you can just go take a nap and not worry about it. But there's a couple other guys to make it a little deeper that it, it makes it at least interesting. The one thing I will say is Chiron Williams had himself a bad day. Very
0: uh especially when he's up there trying to compete with Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker to be one of the top guys off the board and he goes out there and runs a four six. And and that's absolutely brutal for a guy who's already not he's big, but he's not like big enough to run a four six, if you know what I mean. Um so I he he I think had the worst day of any running back. And and like so I really wasn't outside of Brees Hall, and maybe like one or two other things. I was a little disinterested in this combine because I felt like all the questions I already knew the answers to. Like, yeah. th- th- it was like, "Oh, is James Cook fast? Yeah, okay, yeah, James Cook's fast." Like we like we knew that. And like the the one question I had ended up not being answered because the like, one question was, "How fast is Drake London?" And Drake London ended up not running. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: now. I thought Drake he, London he, is I six he was, five. Yeah, I thought he yeah, was going to be the sweeper of like destroy having like the McCaffrey combine, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, he didn't. He didn't run it for us. So he's nursing his ankle,
0: which entirely possible. However, there's also I tell go back to rumors, a delightful rumor out there that he's running deep into the four sevens, which would not be good. And I guess he's he's six five. He's two fifteen. He can separate other ways. No, that's so bad however that's bad, bad, bad. Th- that's bad and that's not mike evans like he keeps getting comp to mike evans mike evans ran like 4-4 <laughs> and was 15 pounds heavier than he is <laughs> and these big tall guys like when you get up into that range you turn into La- laquan uh treadwell yeah. and uh dwayne jarrett really fast like so, you got to like those guys still have to have separation speed. Just because you're big doesn't mean you don't have to separate. I'm so, I'm, like, I'm
1: sure something will come out in a month. He'll run at like some high pro sc- yeah, I'm yeah. some high school yeah. field on a pro day, and it'll be a he'll mm-hmm. he'll run a four five With five. The wind his back yeah, and yeah, yeah, and everything will be fine. But I would like to know how fast he actually is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still even if he runs slow, he's like the third best receiver in the. And
0: it's basically, if he had come out and run a, like a four five, he's going off the board first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But that's the only way you're probably going to get ahead of Garrett Wilson, who, by the way, ran fucking fast. Yeah, he's fast, man. Yep. There was this like, I don't know how fast he is. I'm like, mm, are you watching the same guy <laughs> I am? Because he looks really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then he runs like, what, a four, three. He, he ran like right in the four, three, eight. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. ran a four, four, three, eight. And it's like, yep, no, he's fast, and he can fucking cook your ankles too. So be careful. <laughs> yeah, Christian Watson. Yeah, the dreams of getting him in the second are are, are over. Mm-hmm. Goodbye to that. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like like Sky Moore and Calvin Austin. He flew who, too. Sky Moore flew yeah. too.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Those and, and specifically, I think Alex Pierce. Uh, or excuse me, Alec Pierce got himself well into the second round. He was guys maybe going to be a day three guy, but it now he's going to be in the second round. Real easy. Basically, if if you're wondering in your brain what Alec, Alec Pierce looks like, just picture Jordy Nelson, then do nothing to him, and just put him in a Cincinnati Bears cat's uniform.
1: <laughs> so he he runs in the four fours too. So well, all right. Let's get to the other guy that I know you're fucking dying to talk about, man. Let's get let's get to Traylon Burks. How do you feel about it? Um,
0: so we talk about be, being big and having to to be fast, like. I thought him and George Pickens were the two guys that came out and ran fast enough to be that big. So like
1: he didn't kill it but he still ran like a like, like a a four or five. No, you're using the 46s, yeah. He ran a He ran a 455 five, and I'm going to not care because mm-hmm. I'm just going to use the eye test on him. <laughs> and he's he's a freak. Like every, yes. everything he, else he did there was he, I he got some knocks on some other things, but I thought he looked pretty polished as far as like seeing the ball to his hands. He called everything clean being a big body receiver, you know, quote unquote. I, I'm not going to knock the profile as much as some people were. I think people were just expecting to get blown away by him and were a little let down. And I think that's where some of the hate comes from, but I'm completely content with the numbers in the day. yet. Yeah. Like, like I mentioned
0: earlier when you watch the tape, like, you know when it's lying to you and when it's not. Mm-hmm. Like 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 Traylon Burks is fast enough to do everything. He's always he's always faster than the guy covering him, <laughs> which is the important thing. And he can get open in literally every other way. He can separate with speed. He can separate with his route running. He can separate by being just a big beefy dude. So like I there wasn't unless he came out and ran like a five two. Like I wasn't going <laughs> to be particularly worried about what he was doing. Um, even a guy who kind of speaking of receivers kind of shit the bed. Uh, David Bell ran speaking a of five very two. slow time. <laughs> He, yeah he basically ran a five two he ran a four six yeah and i remember seeing that going don't don't love that however I don't remember watching his tape going oh wow he's so covered because he's so slow mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I watch his tape and go oh he fucking mixed sauce that dude coming out the break right. and he's open right so I, I he's a guy I think has enough tools to stay open you would you like him to see like him to at least be in the four or fives of course uh, of course and he, he got would.
1: he got fried for not being there and i think that's unfortunate but hey it is what it is at that position like four five you can't be at four six like four six is where when you hit that that's when you're getting you know fried yep that he was basically
0: i think before coming into this combine kind of muscling with Jahan Dotson right at the kind of the now back now, end of
1: it's,
0: the top now it's tier. Dotson, man. Yeah, now it's dotson now i think he's more in the neighborhood of with guys like Alex Pierce and and Sky Moore and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if those guys came off the board before him now, which you know, a week ago would seem like blasphemy. Right, right. But man. like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Still can't get over Kyron Williams running on four six five, man. Ugh.
0: Dude, yeah, because like he was he was kind of my booby in, in in this draft too. Yeah. Cause it's like, oh, he's fourth, maybe he slides. I I I liked him coming out last year, and then I saw that and I'm like
1: that's slow for, for what he it's does. probably not
0: worth it. Yeah. That drops him behind James Cook. It drops him behind a couple guys. Like, so we can't talk about the NFL draft without talking about Jordan Davis. When you're talking about Jordan Davis in this draft, I think like an important thing to look at, don't look at it this way. You Don't go, hey, Jordan Davis is my number one ranked interior defensive line, lineman. Go ahead and say, Jordan Davis is my number one ranked Jordan Davis in this draft. Because there's like only one of him, and like people people were talking about him as like oh he's back half of the first interior defensive lineman that don't uh, rush the uh, rush the passer don't have a ton of value. I'm like man, did you watch the last twenty years of football like <laughs> I did where Vince Wilfork literally changed an entire defense that was one of the best defenses of a generation. Or see what Vita Vea does. Mm-hmm, essentially, mm-hmm. takes up three offensive linemen every single play for the Buccaneers. There are so few dudes that like dictate an offense from that position in the league. Like they come like one every eight years or so. And if you see him there, like he's a position unto himself. Just just take him. Like I, I think he and, and he ran. He ran
1: fast. The reason we're talking about that yeah, he he, he ran
0: basically the drake london time he, he he ran like in the in the four sevens i believe yeah four seven eight so yeah so w- weighing like oh, 340 pounds at six six yeah it's That's crazy. a completely ridiculous level of athleticism and there, he has a tape to back it up too the one knock on him is he's only playing 25 snaps a game which you can get away with when you are Georgia and you have the deepest, most talented defensive line group in the entire country, and you can rotate a new guy through there. That's a first round draft pick every single play. uh, Yeah, I would play him 25 snaps too, but he's going to be a massive difference maker. And I think he's being super undervalued before, after the combine. If he, if he goes outside the top 10, he's not getting valued properly. Mm -hmm. I think those guys Mm -hmm. are so high impact and so rare, especially if I'm the Eagles and I have three first round draft picks. Yeah, like, yeah. If he sneaks in there, why not stick him there? And then that also unlocks Old Man Fletcher, Fletcher Cox for production mm-hmm. late in his career, and, and, and brings him out. It makes whatever other pass rushers you draft more valuable. It and that gets it, them back keeps, to like
1: what they were too. You know, mm-hmm.
0: it keeps them off your shitty linebackers. Keeps <laughs> offensive line off your shitty linebackers. Like. <laughs> And then you could also use one of those picks to draft Drake, Drake London and then they'll race at practice. There you go, man. they just yeah. get
1: faster. It's like, uh, man, that would be... Could you imagine that? Watching them two race and it be close. That's like hard to... <laughs> it's like, Jesus.
0: And Drake London's not stiff either. I don't know how no. he would do yeah, that
1: No, it doesn't add up. I don't know why... Yeah. He doesn't look like... Like, uh, who am I thinking of? Um... Cephas um, Quintus Cephas, a cool Quintus Cephas. Like he looks like Tin Man. Like that makes sense. Like why he's slow. So you, you would have to almost not know how to run. Like you'd have to run <laughs> like you're in like a Monty Python sketch in order to run that. He could, you Maybe know, what he could athletic. do, man. He could train with Zion Williamson. They could start at the beginning again. Just teach him both how to walk again, and then mm-hmm. progressively get up to like becoming an athlete. It'd only take like thirty years. And every time you successfully walk, you eat an entire Little Caesars pizza. You're making me want to just completely jump ship and talk about something else, but, but we're not going to do it.
0: it. <laughs> no, that, that, mom and Dad aren't here. We can talk basketball if we want. We, we, we can do an interlude. We have a lot of football to talk. So not to overload on football, we can take a, a brief, a brief. I like this. basketball hot boys intermission. Okay. to refresh ourselves. It's like a palate. Before cleanser. we talk about yes, before we talk about free agency. So, so like when you're at that. a
1: wine tasting, you don't just jump right into the next wine. You, drink, no, you, you just drink keep slamming it in your dome.
0: No, yeah. You, <laughs> you drink got, some you water. Like eat some brie eat or some, something yeah, in between. Ex-
1: yeah. Have a sorbet, something like that. This is our sorbet. <laughs> Basketball. So they like need him because they're kind of good right now. CJ McCollum is a legitimate add to that team. Yes,
0: and they built the team specifically with like a Zion shaped yep. hole in it. Yep. Like, please come. Just and play waiting. Basketball it's a. Yep.
1: It's like a puzzle with one fucking piece empty, and it's him. It's one big one puzzle piece, big big pear shaped piece, just sitting right there <laughs> to be filled by Zion Williams. Have you seen that commercial with him and Zach Levine in it? It's a Mountain Dew commercial, and I don't need to say any more than that. I, I assume they ride dirt bikes. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Sounds like some of you would do in a Mountain Dew commercial. Yet. Yeah. They're actually playing video games, which. Mm, also 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 (laughs) tracks yeah (laughs) playing video games and eating chips (laughs) yeah that's what you do when you're really high because like i would (laughs) have to assume so i don't know man i would be i would be very if i was a pelicans fan i'd be overly skeptical that any of this is gonna come to fruition like as far as the finished product because it just sucks for them because it is i think it's as close as you could get like (laughs) i don't know what else you can do Big Kawhi Leonard vibes from this, as far as I'm concerned. Like, oh, no, my
0: quads still hurt. Mm-hmm. Have to... mm-hmm. they, they, I, I have quaditis, and the only treatment is uh, available in the Canadian medical uh, system. And they if me.
1: And if, it, if the, you know, I, I'm speaking on my ass here, but, like, let's just say he did still want out of there, which I'm not saying he does. I, I have no idea. Yeah. But, like, that'd be insane. Why would you want, like, they've given you every opportunities to succeed as far as team team building and management. You're in New Orleans where they are way worse places to be than fucking Louisiana New Orleans. My God. Could be in Minnesota or Yeah, and, sort of I way. mean, the dude likes to eat, too, and that's, like, something, you know, it, like... They know how to eat down they there. They definitely know how to eat, man. They they mm-hmm. fucking sauce it and season it up, man. And mm-hmm. I think that's maybe the one thing right now that's, like, the problem. I don't know as far as, like, his nutritionist goes or, like, whoever it is, if he even has one. I have to imagine he has one. My God, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But that, I'm assuming that's part of the problem, too, as far as, like... I mean, what do you... You know, when you lay around all day, if you're injured, what do you... Like, what do you do? You eat, you know? And mm-hmm. if you're just sitting there and you're not eating well, man, it's just... It's going to add up. And you have lower body injuries. Yeah. You yeah. just keep getting heavier and heavier yeah. and pounded and pounded on yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. And, like, there's something that I don't think a lot of people understand is... When you can get used to playing at the weight he was at, not saying it's good for his body and it's it's not sustainable by any means, but you could get mentally and physically as used to it as you possibly can. But when you stop, you're done. Like that's it. You don't just come back. All the joints get chunked up
0: and clogged up, and yeah,
1: dude, I stopped running for like a couple years, and I was three like 200 pounds less than the guy. And I, when, I, when I ran again, I was like, Jesus, this is, this is horrible. Yeah, good yeah. Lord. <laughs> and it took me like a year to finally be comfortable like moving like that again. So it's – and I'm not a world-class athlete like he is. So no. it's like, man. The one time I was able
0: to run, like I guess other adult males run – uh, was when I got out of boot camp because all I did was run us and I'm like oh I can I can run now and then I went to do new duty station didn't run for like 4 or 5 weeks yep. and it was over it was done it's done. It was, it's, it's over done. yeah it's, it's how fast it goes I, man
1: it goes so fast it's the last time I ran it takes you and then it takes you longer to build it back up like that yeah. tolerance than then then, it, then as fast as it went away man it's just how it works but it sucks man for them i mean i don't know what else there's to do yeah, I mean, if, if you're New Orleans, man, like,
0: I don't love every move they did. Don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. I, th- I, I, I think they but fucked up. But they fucking so tried.
1: They're they a small market yes. team that tried.
0: Yeah, it, and they did a pretty good job. It's a pretty fucking
1: good team. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like it, Zion Williamson makes that like a legit They have more stars than, than over half the league, I would say, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, Brandon you, Ingram. You got, I, I mean, the one thing, they, uh, CJ McCollum, yeah, yeah. The, the one thing they legitimately fucked up was letting uh, Lonzo Ball go like that was like the one where you're like fuck yeah you really you you screwed that one but it sounded like maybe that was more alonzo thing than a, than a uh, pelicans thing but uh, who knows who knows yeah who knows but all right so it is currently time of recording the 8th of march it's a tuesday on monday the 14th legal tampering starts which is my favorite awkwardly named thing <laughs> in maybe all of sports which basically was like, hey, you guys are allowed to technically do things you're not supposed to do. Uh, so basically it lets them negotiate. You can't officially sign anyone to that Wednesday. But usually about, what did you say, about 3 o'clock on Monday we start hearing where people are going. Like like usually that's about the time stuff starts popping. So a couple people got pulled off the board. and mentioned earlier that Mike, Mike Williams got himself a big, fat, juicy deal. We got a couple franchise tags. Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin... Uh, David and Joku, everyone saw that one coming. Or hmm. uh, Orlando Brown. Uh, Dalton Schultz, which I'm going to get to that because it was one of my favorite because it kind of fucked him, And uh, I feel like there's one more that I'm forgetting. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Anywho, I thought we'd go position by position, list a couple people that are going to be changing teams here and sort of talk about where they fit what's best for them, who you think are going to go after them, all that kind of stuff. Cool. Like any sort of of conversation, uh, we're going to go ahead and start talking about quarterback first. And uh, I'm not going to list every single dude that's on here because no one really cares what Colt McCoy is doing. (laughs) But uh, we'll talk about the most important ones. And no player is more important in free agency or any other football group than Yameis. Yep. Where
1: is Yameis going to go? Because
0: where I think he's going to go and where I want him to go are two different go, things. Where do horribly you different where things. do you
1: want him to go? Is it um with the old Cummies? So Cummies was also would be a good one. I was going to say
0: Pittsburgh. The, that would I think be fun and a place that is stable because he did pretty good in New Orleans yeah. when Peyton was there and he had a nice stable adult in the room to sort of hold his hand through stuff. And I think Mike Tomlin can do that. Okay. Um, I would like to think rivera could be that in washington but washington ruins and destroys everything good so i don't really have a ton of faith i i don't want to wish come on Jameis winston so don't come on Jameis winston so pittsburgh is where i want if you ask me where i think he's gonna go i think he's gonna end up staying in new orleans and just waste a more time yeah me too yeah do you do you like him in seattle So, I think he's going to get actually a decent chunk of money, which makes that not make a lot
1: of sense for Seattle. How much money is he going to get? God, I just, I am the king of undervaluing guys because I don't think they should be getting this much money, but you're fucking right again, man. Like, he's going to get more. Like, when I see how much money he gets, I'm going to go, what? But, yeah, I want to say that Marcus Mariota got like 18. Exactly, exactly. So, it's going to be serious
0: dough. Well, that was a John Gruden deal, so I'm going to toss that out a little bit. But like, I think he's going to get like Sam Bradford money, like like you guys gave Sam Bradford. Oh
1: the... no, are you kidding me? Like, I I think so. Yeah. Holy God. Well, then I hope it is mm-hmm. Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should really burn all <laughs> yeah. that down. Yeah. <laughs> I I think he's a. Cl-
0: I mean, our love for Jameis is a bit of a meme, uh, but I think he's the closest to a real answer available maybe in this entire offseason, like draft class inc- included. Like he's maybe the closest to an actual answer quarterback that's available. So I think that makes him worth paying. Like,
1: it's, it's a hard evaluation, but when uh, Kirk Cousins got all that money and he was the guy, how how many tiers below, if any, is Jameis Winston compared to that value?
0: Uh, I mean, I will say, in just an attempt not to shortchange Kirk Cousins because he gets, gets okay. Old, so you're you're like with, me. He's, you're he's, with he's, me. he's he's a tier below. Yeah, it's a that, it's I one
1: think. or two tiers, and I think a lot of people are gonna get it twisted, man, and they're gonna be like, no, Jameis, Wins- no, 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 he's not gonna get thirty mil
0: like fully guaranteed like Kirk Cousins got from Minnesota. No, no, no chance. Yeah. Um, the next guy I'm going to mention just real briefly, Teddy Bridgewater. I just want to mention him just because I want him to go to Seattle so that he beats Drew Lock for starting job again. Like because he can't escape him, he's like hunting Drew Locke across the league. That's why I want that. We don't have to say anything else. We we kind of mentioned Marcus Mariota earlier, yada yada yada. Just because of the noise around it, I want to talk a little bit more about Mitch Trubisky. Um, I personally think he's going he's going to to to, to, to come town. Like that's just makes all the sense in the world to me um here's here's how I'm looking at it if I'm a team that just like I fucking need a quarterback god damn it and my options are do I pay Mitch Trubisky unfortunately too close to what Jameis Winston is going to also make this year and just sign him for two three years or whatever or do I have to trade for Jimmy G give up something as an asset and then pay Jimmy G what his contract is that that is one of the few situations where I'll say yes
1: go to old give me give me titty kiss and Mitch all day long <laughs> No, you're right about that so like mm. that just puts a spotlight on um Jimmy G's situation or the niner situation I should say because obviously mm. the time has come the, the switch is fucking it's happening over. so what mm. so what does happen to Jimmy G because you, you everyone's like yeah he's off that team but it's not, a, it's not just that simple. No, you, you
0: can't just go, well, we traded him. Well, <laughs> well, like, everyone, everyone take a half day.
1: It's like, no, you have to like <laughs> talk to other people and like, and make, convince somebody that they fucking want him. That's the, like, <laughs> I don't have his
0: cap hit in front of me either, but like, He's making real, real ass mm-hmm, money. Mm-hmm. Like he's making in the twenties. Mm-hmm.
1: So like, you have to agree. Like, and and like you said, I mean, he, he he can't, if, you, stick if you, that you on, I don't know if you say who's better, Mitch Trubisky or Jimmy G, you have a debate. So like, what's the fucking point, man? You just just pay Mitch. Yep. Which makes the Jimmy G thing is
0: going to drag on and on yes. and on. Like it's going to be into free agency. Yes. Whoever misses out on Mitch Trubisky that's is a consolation to pitch prize. For, yeah. yeah. Yes. That, that's what's going to happen. Boy, howdy, what a sad, sad day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you have to trade for Jimmy G because you missed out, missed out on Mitch Trubisky. So running back, usually kind of a piss-poor, sad little event. Uh, Frans running backs are usually kind of dead men walking.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: However, there's a couple legitimately interesting names in here. Um, three, at the, three at the very top, I think, are super interesting. First, Cordero Patterson. Does Cordero Patterson get too much money to stay in Atlanta? I think that's what happens. C- I think that's what yeah. happens. Because he was your most explosive offensive weapon, he's, like the entire the best year. player. Yes. And and like can you convince anyone else out on the market that he will have that magic when he comes no. into your house you, that he had in Atlanta? You cannot, good sir. I, I think that's the move. And I, I think he's not gonna get a stupid amount of money because I think the market will dictate that. No everyone else is gonna go, yeah, no, we know he's not gonna do that mm-hmm, here, and they're mm-hmm. not gonna like give him Derrick Henry money or something stupid <laughs> like that. But like, so I think he'll be back in Atlanta. I, I think also it's in Cordero Patterson's best interest to go back to it. And to do that where
1: again. you were successful. Yeah. And yeah,
0: I agree. The next guy, this is a very interesting conversation for me. Go Lenny, Lene,
1: Lene. I knew it was coming.
0: I say by a pretty good margin, the best running back in this pot of, of free agency. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think Tampa has a ton of interest in resigning him they're not selling out for a championship anymore. They have to be a little more frugal. They're in not cap hell, but in an area where they have to act responsibly. Mm-hmm. And I think he will have other suitors because he was one of the more productive backs in the league last year. And there are guys like where I think he'll, I think he will end up in Buffalo. I think that just makes way too much sense. They desperately need exactly that kind of player to go to Buffalo Especially like late in the season when you're in the playoffs in Buffalo, having a guy built like Leonard Fournette running through the snow—it just
1: makes sense. It's no, too perfect, no, makes man. Sense.
0: Um, but I also think like Miami—you have a ton of ton of cap space. If you're trying to develop Tua. It makes sense there. There, there. There's a ton of places where I think Leonard Fournette could go.
1: I don't know, man. I, I I definitely hear what you're saying, and it's more than possible. But it seems like running backs only get paid when they stay on their team, so. The, I always think we imagine that the demand for them is more than it is, but teams are just, they're, they're already like, yeah, we're just going to draft somebody. That's kind of the way it usually goes, unfortunately. So it, I kind of just see him going back to Tampa too, man. Like, I don't know. It's boring, but. Is what it Which is. is not the worst no, thing for Tampa no. or
0: Leonard Fournette either. But uh, you know, we'll see. I think he definitely goes back there if the market isn't what he thinks think? That's,
1: that's what I'm thinking is going to happen, man. Is I, mm-hmm. I don't see him getting as much money as he thinks he's going to get.
0: There's a couple names that I, I think are kind of interesting left on here, but I don't think there's much conversation to have about. Okay, uh, Guys like James Conner, Chase Edmonds, um, uh, Raheem Mostert. Two guys I kind of want to see if you have any thoughts on, because I think are kind of interesting. Rashad Penny, who ended last year on a tear, fire. A tear. Yeah. Uh, goes out there. Seattle's in a rebuild. He's, does he want to go back into that mess getting The fucking potato handed to him by Drew Locke. Like, I don't think that's something he's going to
1: do. I'm thinking he finds himself a nice complimentary role to continue to be good in. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of where it's going to be. But yeah, I I see him going to not necessarily a contender, but a playoff team and just being a a complimentary guy that's going to play well because now that he's like healthy now, and that was never, that was always the problem with him, not his talent. So it'll be kind of cool to see him produce somewhere
0: the chiefs are good at just kind of picking up weird running back cores from cast off guys. He to me seems like one of those guys that could land in that role. That makes plenty. I mean, especially
1: with a guy that needs a complimentary like Ceh and someone else Mm. like him. I mean, that that's a nice backfield.
0: And the other guy who the last time we saw him healthy was a thousand yard rusher, even though we like to mock him a lot. Marlon Mack. Mm Mm-hmm. He's another guy that I think is probably in the same thing. Like He may want to be a feature back. He keeps saying that he wants to be a feature back, but he probably needs to go out there and run with someone.
1: Yeah, um, I think I think that is his problem. What you just said is that he still wants that lead back role, but hit, hit, it's kind of like the it's like Rashad Penny, but later because his injury happened after he was balling the fuck out and he didn't just have an injury. He had the injury like the one that can shut you down forever. He tore his Achilles, and mm-hmm. he—we haven't. screws, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, and, and he's missed a lot of time. Obviously, and that's a running back hell is when you miss a year, like a full calendar year. That's that's twenty five percent of your lifespan. So, I, I honestly don't know what happens with him, and unfortunately, I don't think it matters, and that sucks because like he was he was really good when he was good, but. I mean, we've seen it so many times, like, it just could be done.
0: I would like him, like, in Chicago, like, to to to, to run with uh, Montgomery Monty there. That'd yeah. be nice. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. So something like that, I think,
1: was, is going to work out great for him. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have a role in, in Indy when they got established as far as, you know, Jonathan Taylor. And then they have maybe the best third down back in the league, you know. So there was just, there was just no room for him to get on the field. So now I think onto the money position. There's a lot of fucking meat in the bone to
0: pick here. Wide receivers. Even though he pulled the three best guys in the whole class off the top, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Chris Godwin's not going anywhere. Mike Williams does not going anywhere. There's still a lot here. Yeah, yeah. So I think the best guy left is Allen Robinson. And Shh. I have been skept- I have been skeptical about how much money this guy's going to make, and you have told me shut the fuck up. that he's going to get paid. <laughs> I. I don't think he's going to. I think he will make less than Mike Williams by a pretty good amount. I think he will make something like in the 12, 13. I think it's close. I think, I think it's close. So I think he's like more of a 17, 18. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right? 18. Yeah, I got him at 18. And it, it is tough because we haven't seen it, but I legitimately feel like he took the year off.
0: Oh, I, I, I think if you asked him yeah. on Mike on ESPN, you'd go, yeah, no, I quit. That, that, yeah. that shit was whack that I was a, that
1: I was a yeah. business decision man and yeah. the right one obviously um yes fuck those guys yeah yeah <laughs> so it's time for him to and god he could just get the fucking like destroyed a third time depending on where he goes like it could be brutal again or he could finally be free he's never been free so we'll see
0: I, to bring this up again like he is legitimately the guy the chiefs have been missing just just his profile and they have been needing a guy that can get a hundred receptions in a, in a year so yeah. badly. And, and he, and him, the, the three guys I have kind of earmarked for that are, uh, him, Michael Gallup and Juju Smith Schuster, the three guys I think could go there and like fill that role. But I think he's obviously the best of those guys. Yes. Um, it's just a matter. Is he, is he going to just get paid to go someplace or is he going to go, fuck this? I need to actually play at the quarterback, man. Like, please, for God's sake, <laughs> let me play at the quarterback.
1: Yeah, I hear you on that, man. And back to the Chiefs. Juju had a chance to go there before. Does he fucking take advantage this time is the question. And that could be maybe the best movie of his career at this stage to, to actually go to a team like that. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to blame him for rolling it back with Big Ben, even though it, like hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously. But mm-hmm. I don't think that was like the worst thing he could have done in his career. But he's not that guy, and he needs to go to... A team where he's gonna, you know, have a a complementary role but a necessary role, and I think I think yeah, Chiefs makes too much sense for Juju. Gal- I think Gallup is the interesting one, and it sucks that he's probably just gonna fucking stay in Dallas, which I hate, like because we both like him a lot yep so
0: that was the thing i meant i i hinted at earlier about the dallas fucking themselves okay because they've been trying to negotiate a deal with him and then they use their franchise on Dalton Schultz. Mm, god yeah and it's you're like, right so now it's technically deal or no deal to, yeah they technically still have till monday to negotiate with him but they no longer have the ability to keep him in town if if that so yeah, they can't
1: get a deal right mm-hmm.
0: and they're still in cap hell And they have to get rid of, like, they basically cannot do a deal with him until they get rid of Amari Cooper. What did, yeah, right, that's right. I
1: was going to say, Amari hasn't, money hasn't shed yet.
0: Yeah. So they basically have to, I would love if, if they got rid of Amari Cooper and then Michael Gallup's like, nah, I'm leaving <laughs> I mean, like, just, just cd lamb and cedric wilson there and they signed noah brown today i remember like oh thanks twitter for sending me a notification about i that. mean it is but, uh, as
1: much as like we're laughing at i mean i don't think that's a bad start to your core right there cd and Sed wilson man that's uh, i don't think that's anything to laugh at he's a he's a free agent too cedric wilson so, holy shit mm, holy so shit. there's
0: a couple guys that i think will end up with sneaky money so here here are my three sneaky money guys Valdez-Scantling Valdez Scantling is going to get a deal, and we're both going to go. What the fuck? I,
1: I, I can't. I don't even want to entertain that until anything happens. I, that's preposterous.
0: He's going to get a preposterous. Well, preposterous is what his deal is going to be. So just, <laughs> I, I'm giving you a heads up. You and I are going to go. are going to be texting each other about that. So he's going to get dumb money. Jesus. Cedric Wilson is going to get, I think, paid. He's, a, think he's he a solid he guy, really, though. Yeah, he's a solid yeah. guy. Yeah. And the other guy that I think is going to get weird money, if you say it, is Braxton Berrios. Okay, I, I didn't think, see that coming. I I think he's going to get. Remember when Cole Beasley? Oh got yeah, all he money, got all the like, money the to f- to run two yard routes,
1: that? man. Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: I, Braxton Berrios is like a a stupid Cole Beasley paycheck. I right? I'm
1: not like, going to hate on that, that too much because he he brings something like niche that teams need. So like, uh, sure, whatever. Okay, and he's he's probably one of the better guys in the league that does that. Shit, you know that fucking mm. short white guys do, you know. But whatever, I the one guy I thought you were gonna say was DJ Chark that you left off the list. I feel like he's getting, he's about to get like fucking money ball, dude. I, I feel like the fucking balloon's gonna open up and just cash is gonna just fucking fall down This <laughs> sky like he's in a fucking strip club. He, I, I, I think he's getting paid, paid. I, I think he could get like a uh, a Kenny Galli sort of deal. Mm-hmm. I think so. he, the
0: one I, I like him in Detroit because Detroit has the money to pay, has the money and desperately needs to put a guy on the other side of uh, fucking Almond Bob St. Brown out there. So, like, I think they're going to sign someone. And, like, if I was, like, picking, I'm not going to spend big on Odell Beckham or and Robinson no, or whatever. No. Like like, like a young guy with some upside to give a three year old Chark is, he's one of the sexiest, yeah, Char- he's the sexiest
1: guy. Yeah. He's 25, mm-hmm. 26 range, whatever it is. And, like, we've seen potential and then we've seen down years, obviously, because of injury and whatnot. But, like, I think I've mentioned it on this podcast before that people forget how I don't want to say necessarily elite, but how productive to say the least he he is when he's on the field because like he he was in an Urban Meyer Urban Meyer system for three games right mm-hmm. rookie quarterback what we thought was a loaded offense like as far as skill position weapons you know that may it not didn't end up coming to yeah it didn't age it, like yeah. we thought it would but mm-hmm. whatever there's still names on that team. The dude was averaging, I believe, four to five targets a game for a tall, deep threat guy. So that's volume for a for a mm-hmm. deep. He was averaging for that role, right? He had two touchdowns, I believe, in three games, and averaged. I'd have to look it up, but I'm sure it was well over fifty yards a you know a, a game. I mean that. I don't know f- what else like has to prove that he can produce that, and of course yeah. his his insane sophomore year that he had where he was you know where he finished the top five receiver yeah that was completely bananas yeah um
0: yeah i i agree man like if i was like putting some money on like a sneaky value guy that would be the guy i would put it on the the one other guy that i think may be a sneaky value is russell gage is out there he's solid he's so solid he he is super solid i if i'm him i want to get the fuck out of Oh, anybody who's in Atlanta yes. probably
1: wants to get out of Atlanta. But I think you're onto mm-hmm. something like with Chark you're you're paying a lot for a gamble. With Russell Gage, you're paying less for a sure thing. So mm-hmm. depending on what team you are. I think Detroit takes the sh- they should take the shot and go for the Chark type receiver, mm-hmm. but like other teams, I-, I think I think Gage could be an insane buy, like value wise.
0: Yeah, exactly, especially if you put him against opposite side of someone more dynamic mm-hmm. like yeah yeah i think he he would fit he, in like nice on he, every team he right. could
1: be tyler boyd man and i'm not taking a shot you, yes. you know i love tyler boyd yes. but he could yeah. he could definitely be that type of receiver
0: yeah like, like just to kind of go over some teams detroit has to sign someone yeah yeah uh kansas city has to sign someone like just for like just I'm, I'm talking just like building a roster i the texans have to sign someone like you know uh Jacksonville has to sign someone yep, yep. like, like there's a ton of, there's a ton of places that need it, like just to fill your roster out. And, and also you, your quarterback has no one to look the mm-hmm. ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Davis Mills is our guy. Cool. Like, who is he chucking the ball to man? Like you, you can only throw nine routes to, to Brandon cooks three times a game. Like you have to figure out something to do with the, with the other 27 attempts. Like, so
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I was just more kind of shocked at how, this year specifically everything lined up and it could be like this every year maybe just this year the names were a little better than what i'm used to as far as like the end of the depth chart for a receiver it's like every team seems to be losing their like third and fourth receiver feels like <laughs> which
0: they, they all, they're all losing like key guys yeah exactly like, yeah.
1: exactly and i think that's something that doesn't get highlighted but they obviously need to be replaced with quality and it makes mm-hmm. it kind of interesting that we're shaking up, you know, this tier of receiver. It's going to be a lot of those guys on different teams.
0: And for the record, I didn't mention Odell Beckham because I don't think he's leaving. He's not, anywhere, he's, he's not going back. anywhere, man. Not
1: going anywhere. So
0: uh, tight end got franchise tagged shit because <laughs> even David Njoku couldn't get out of town, which was mm-hmm. I was flab. <laughs> he was the first guy franchise tagged. Like the Browns, like nope, we do not gonna fucking think about immediately it. Spent, yep, right immediately spent. immediately spent that yeah. tag, man. Which is a guy, like, it's almost like they're just doing it to punish David and Joe. Who's like, no, you can't leave and play actual football. You're going to stay here and not play football with the Browns. With Baker Mayfield. They put him under a fucking bushel, man. Like, yeah. They, 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 for some reason, will not unleash him. And they have three starting level tight ends three. on that team. And, like, they, they still barely use him. In their Who's their
1: third? It's, it's Hooper, him, and... And uh, Harrison Bryant. Harrison Bryant. Yep.
0: Jesus Christ. Real high and young guy, but they just won't give him the volume. It doesn't
1: matter. You're not going to give anybody mm-hmm. the volume. Rob Gronkowski's out there, supposedly.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's going back to Tampa. If you're not playing with Tom Brady, why go back to Tampa? Um, he said he said Buffalo. That would be kind of wild. Um, Big time. I, I I don't know. Ed, but the thing is, it's Buffalo, or I don't know where else he would want to go because he's not going to want to go someplace and be bad, he, or not be part of the offense. I also don't think he wants to go someplace and play. 70 snaps a game either right so it's like where can he go where he can split time with someone and be competitive buffalo just makes all sense yeah. yeah so so one of the segments i was going to do and we can kind of use this to transition was like pick a guy from free agency for your team that's actually realistic and this was a guy i was going to pick for the packers but I think the Super Bowl run makes him too expensive. Like, you have to pay that I was on the Super Bowl team tax for sure, him. Sure, sure, sure. I think C.J. Uzoma would be perfect for the Packers in that offense. That's he actually interesting as hell.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, big, rangy, long, can block. As, I don't know how good he is in space, but he gets a lot of work in space. Maybe that's the Zach Taylor thing. I don't know. But um, I, I, I just think he's exactly the kind of tight end that we've – been missing and he's more athletic than guys like bob Tanyan. yeah so oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I haven't really given it much thought because i think the cardinals are going to do zero f- as far as free agency goes but like mm-hmm. dream obviously it, like it sounds through everything i read and hear christian kirk's gone so like mm-hmm. i've made it no secret i love dj chark that would be fucking awesome if like we were just like okay cool dj chark boop just put a uh,
0: better guy in that same role yeah yeah it's not it's not impossible it's just not like, gonna happen it's just won't yeah, happen the, the, the values line up you'll probably get mvs instead i don't, so. I
1: don't we'll just don't just draft somebody fuck it
0: <laughs> so uh just to kind of finish off the tight ends a couple interesting guys zach ertz i think he stays with you guys he does yeah I think um so. uh oj howard very interesting that one
1: is i've almost forgot about him just because i've been so fixated on Njoku and him getting yeah. tagged but yeah oj howard is super interesting
0: hmm. he's basically a, a guy who's been in the 4 been in the league for four years and is a rookie like he's <laughs> he, you we haven't seen it yeah you know, we don't know what to ceiling yeah. is. but he, he was such an incredible athlete back when we saw him come out of college like I, I think he's worth a roll of the dice the other guy that is a great athlete that might be rolling the dice evan
1: ingram's a free agent yep i know that one and, that one i know
0: yeah, so I think that is that's super interesting because you get him some place where he can just again, run routes, he can split time. Yep. yep, just put him in the slot. Don't pick him. Don't make him do literally anything. The Giants are making him exactly. do. exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, the Giants. Remember, we, we called them out as a team that found a way to misuse Saquon Barkley. Well, they did the same thing with Evan Ingram. They just could never get him the touches that made him successful. Never. So. I would actually bet on him going someplace and having a glow up. Like, I, I think he's too athletic not to. So, offensive lineman, I think the only guy that's like big time need to pay attention to is, is Tron Armstead. If the dude's going to get so mm-hmm. much fucking money, mm-hmm. um, which makes me think he'll probably end up in Miami because they have a ton of money and good dear holy God, do they need a tackle? the um, I would just like make him I'd priority him, number one. Not, yeah, just. Buy him a plane ticket and then don't let him leave the building until he writes his name on <laughs> yeah, the paper. Yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah. Like I, I, don't know how you could not. Like they um, and they can
1: though. That's what that's the thing is like they can.
0: They, and... they never spend money, so they have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Give it to him.
0: I I have some interest in um, Brandon Sheriff. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. So I have some interest in, 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 in Brandon Sheriff. He his body has been kind of falling apart though, mm-hmm. so but I think he's the second best. Now that Orlando Brown is, is staying, I, I and Cam Robinson staying, that's the guy I forgot before. Yeah, Cam Robinson got the tag. but I, I think he's probably the best guy left. And if you need interior guy, he's probably the best place you can spend your money.
1: Is he how old is he? Is he sneaky
0: old? I think he is sneaky old. Yeah. He is. He's been in the league since two thousand fifteen. He's thirty. Yeah, he's thirty. Yeah, he's thirty. But so that's what I thought. But he's like lineman 30 yeah which is fine like that's like yeah it's it's both like 60 and like 25 because your body is like 60 but you don't have to move a ton so you can just be in pain and be fine and that's a
1: position where like your brain matters a lot too and he knows Mm -hmm. more than the guy that's lining up across from him so we can kind of blaster some of these last positions
0: here defensive line Akeem Hicks is a guy that we haven't seen be Akeem Hicks in a long time. He's going to go someplace and be part of a rotation. It, it's going to be more of a name than anything else. I, I, there's a couple pass rushers, though, I think are maybe worth talking about. Von Miller. Yep. There's been some rumblings yep. that he might be going back to Denver, which didn't make any sense until we found now out. Now it does make all the sense. Now that the Russell little. Wilson's going there. So, yeah, that does make sense now. Chandler Jones uh, could not possibly be more gone from Arizona the way
1: he's talking. I, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not fully convinced that he's gone yet. I'm not ready to say that. Well, he sounds like he wants to get paid, so I think he might come back if
0: no one else wants to pay him. But with his age and his miles, his injury history lately, it's. I would. I personally, if I'm the Cardinals, I would also have a hard time giving him. You know,
1: I'm kind of more along here. the lines that he's. It, it was kind of like the Lenny thing, man. Where. He, <laughs> He's super undervalued and he's always been. And he's, he's an insane statistical leader in sacks and everything else, mm-hmm. pressures, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he'll be another guy that gets lowballed. <laughs> it's just how Yeah, he will. He's just going to get lowballed. I
0: mean, so if you step up and pay him, even somewhat closest market value. Right.
1: You can, pro- you can him. keep him. Yep. Two,
0: two guys uh, I want to mention. One, Harold Landry managed to escape any tags mm-hmm. and now he's out there. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get stupid, dumb money. And someday. Someone will give Hassan Redick a contract.
1: I I, I I'm shocked. Do not understand, dude. His production in Carolina was very good. Like I'm I'm I'm, I haven't been following him obviously as close. Like now that he's not a Cardinal or whatever. But I'm confused by him. Like I know he's a good player. Like that's the that's I think what I'm confused about is I know he's good, but no one wants him or something like I don't know.
0: So I think what happened with him is he was. You know, a stand-up interior guy when he came out of the draft. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of played a little bit out of position for the first couple of years. Mm -hmm. And it it wasn't until his last year with you guys that you're like, oh, shit. Just make him rush the path. He could get the quarterback. That's what he's best at. Just make him do that. And he was really good at that. But people had four bad years in their brain where he Mm -hmm. didn't know what he was doing Mm -hmm. playing middle linebacker. So you almost have to just, like, throw everything out and reevaluate him like he's a third-year player. Okay. So I think that's part of it. I think he's going to be one of those guys that's just going to keep bouncing around and getting one year contracts for dumb reasons. But I think I would have no problem giving him a couple years. Like, I, I think he's that good of a pass rusher. I think, I think he is really too. Rated. I think he is too. And there's a bunch of guys like uh, Pierre Paul and Justin Houston and Dante Fowler. There's a, there's a bunch of like names, but I, I don't think those guys are particularly what they once were. Yeah, not what they used to be. Devondre Campbell got himself uh, a All Pro. Nom uh, this year so he's gonna get paid mm-hmm. so basically mm-hmm. buy from Green yeah Bay yeah he pay. won't be you're welcome yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a couple other guy but for the most part that's a pretty weak class leighton van Esch is kind of interesting but he can't stay on no. the field so no. like yeah um and, and donta hightower I, it's, it's crazy to say that at, well, guy is probably going to the hall of fame but you know, I don't think he's going to get a ton of love out there. I think okay. he'll probably end up with a sweetheart deal back in New, Orleans, uh, New England. And Anthony Barr is kind of interesting, but he's another guy who's just who's been playing on for so long. Like, Do you bring him in and just make him rush? Right. And, and maybe right. get some production out of him? But yeah, last big guy I think to talk about. Last two big guys to talk about. JC Jackson did not get any tags or anything. Because it's New England, I don't think he'll have a deal by Monday. Me either. The dude is loose. He's loose. And he is going to get... He's going to make James Bradbury look like he belongs to the <laughs> soup line, man. That dude is going to get so much fucking money.
1: <laughs> he just takes all of James Bradbury's money. Like, here, just take his he's money. like, take all of his money. And here's also some more money. <laughs> just don't ever
0: go to New England. You will get, get They yep. will not do they that. They won't give you any yep. of it. In fact, they had him and and, and Gilmore. Like, yeah, we, we don't want to pay either. That's crazy, it's, man. And and
1: and, the, dude, the scary thing is we mentioned before is like they're right a lot. They are, but this guy is young. I know that he, this one's he, not he, quite like Gilmore, where where we didn't want to see the the flat red flags because of how productive he was. But there obviously were flags. I don't see any flags on JC Jackson. <laughs> like he's no.
0: I am in a a, a Madden league with a couple buddies, mm-hmm. and. Every time we try to do an off season, the same thing happens. Everyone gets like real pissed off about the cap, and like they start cutting players and everything. And I just start signing everyone. It's like, what are you doing to your cap? It's like, well, the whole reason you have cap is to sign, is to use that money to give to good players. So I'm just going to give this money to good players. That's why I have the right. room. Um, New England again, quarterback, baby deal. I don't know why you're not trying to keep as much young. Talent yeah, you're not as paying possible. back. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, one of the receivers is is going to end up there. Uh, My vote is Christian Kirk. That just seems like the most New England-y dude you could possibly bring in. Anyway, so it's a very perplexing move to me. I think he goes – everyone needs a cornerback. Just pick a team that has the money, and then he'll just take it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's not much analysis there. He's a good player. He belongs everywhere. But everyone else is – like. Rasul Douglas, I I don't know if he was just in the right place at the right time and got a lot of nice bounces. He's a big body guy, so he gets to handle a lot, a lot of balls. I don't know if he's actually a super good player. Yeah, uh, Tre'Davious Ward is kind of interesting. Darius Williams is very interesting to me. I think he's super underrated. I think someone's gonna get a, a, a steal with him. Um, Joe Hayden still alive? Still yep. Still kicking. We'll, Will probably be alive and playing football next year, possibly for money um that's the end of it. Chris Harris Jason Verret. There's, there's like a Kyle Kyle Fuller a bunch of guys who used to be something I don't know they if are there's yeah. here. Yeah. oh stop stop the pressures Eli Apples free agent guys uh, and you gotta pay him that Super Bowl tax man he was in the Super he, he Bowl he, last did, year. he did play in that game he was in the stadium not doing what he so was supposed to be go. doing but he was there Follow us on Twitter for constant Eli Apple updates. We'll be an Eli Apple update account from here on out. As soon as he lands, you will know about it. So remember that part a few minutes ago when I said there was only one one player left that was Impact talk about? Right. Well, that was a lie. Because Tron Matthew is also yeah. a free agent. Yep. So uh, he's not going back to KC because he wants to get paid, which I don't blame him because he already got the ring. Mm-hmm. He's already probably a Hall of Famer. So... Get that money, yo. So, uh, it, it,
1: do you have a match for him in, in off the top of your head that you think would be good? <sighs> it's tough because again, he's a certain breed of position. Like he's one of how many guys play that position? Like like he plays that position, like box safety, like that, like that. Are I don't even know if he's elite anymore, but it seems like guys who play that position aren't very good. And he is still good. You I'm remember trying-
0: earlier in the, yeah, the episode when I said there's only you, you rank uh, Jordan Davis as the number one Jordan right. Davis in the Right, right,
1: right, 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 right. He's the only guy I that think, does what he does, yeah.
0: Yes, you do the same thing with him. The only other player I can think of currently in the league like him is maybe Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, is the only guy that kinda does that. The, the
1: cheap way out is to go where you know, with me and like Buddha. But I, I don't even think they're the same type of player. They're, they're, I mean, they're comparable, sure, but mm-hmm. they are, they are different, and it's subtle, but it's it's enough to to show that they are a different type of player. Um, but yeah, there's like what three, four guys, that, and that's it. So he's gonna be valuable. He's gonna get money. I'm trying to think where. His fit is best. Um, the two places I thought of were
0: San Francisco and the Jets, because the Jets have the have the money and they have a defensive mind in the house that can play with him, um, and they just
1: need defensive backs in there. I mean, I'd rather him go there than yeah. the Niners, obviously. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying. I'm trying to f- picture that fit on the Jets. I mean, they could fucking use him. Obviously, I don't know how happy he would be there, but man, they could really use him. I- I think the only way he goes there,
0: he gets a big old fast. Yeah, he just gets all the money. A, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that'll make you happy. And he would uh, join uh, the long line of players to get paid by the Jets and go, "Cool, thanks for the yep, money. Yep. I'm gonna take a nap." <laughs> so for how long's this contract? Three years. Three-year nap. See you later. What room did Le'Veon Bell sleep in when he signed his contract with you? I'm gonna go to that room.
1: He's still in there.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's recording a rap album in there. I can't sleep in there. Where's, where's the room that Daryl Rivas slept in on, the, on his second contract? I'll sleep in there. Oh, this one is full of Antonio Cromartie's kids.
1: <laughs> the list goes on and on, man. It goes on and on, man. <laughs> um, so there's one thing I want to say that I've, mm-hmm. I'm, I've literally held off for a long time not saying this. And I wanted to thank each and every one of you, other hot boys, mm-hmm. for not even entertaining any of this shit. Because it's something we talk about every year. It's like it's whenever the NFL is in a dead zone, they create a story. This year, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, they used my quarterback on my team to create a story. I think it's preposterous, and I think it's bullshit, and I think it should be like penalized if they like. It's almost like a crime because it's just it's like made up. It's just completely fabricated off of no factual information. The fact that they could take somebody. Shutting down a fucking Twitter account or Facebook, whatever the fuck it was, social media, and then he, so, he took the stuff off of Instagram, which happens all the time. All the time. All the time. And means absolutely nothing. And completely, like, it was like a runaway train, man. It just kept mm. going and going and going and going. And I just wanted to take the second to, like, thank you guys for not being like, oh, where's Kyler going? Like, because. <laughs> You, it, all of us are smart enough to know that that was ridiculous yeah, yeah i'm not gonna waste my no time that shit. It, it's like, it's yeah it though that shit right there is a little bit it's when you go to the grocery store and you're like man i could use a piece of gum and you're looking for whatever brand you like and you see those fucking tabloid magazines like with ufos on them and shit mm-hmm. that's that type of news right there man where like kyla murray could have been on the front page of one of those pictures and it's like ugh, it's not even a credible source it's not like nothing it's, it's-
0: Colin Cowherd needed to fill a half hour before lunch. Like, yeah, that, that, that's literally all it is. It's frustrating. Like someone's uncle's cousin's secretary told me that uh, Kyle Murray points fingers at people sometimes, and he's a big old grumpy baby with a nudo diaper. And like, it's frustrating. I, I don't know what to make of that. Yes, Kyle Murray, I'm sure, would like a lot of money. He's a good quarterback, and at some point, you have to pay a quarterback <laughs> a whole lot of money. I, I don't.
1: They legitimately I don't turned that into him. a story. The fact that yeah guys coming up on getting paid like it's time for him to get paid and then that was a story like
0: i i also sometimes think that like i can excuse fans for like either like deliberately in bad will not engaging properly with an idea or topic uh because i I mean that's it's just kind of something that human beings do and I, i don't like being too hard on people for being human beings but like when you are an industry professional that's paid to think and write about things, like I, I expect you to, like, well, just to participate in like a, a higher effort, better faith observation of things around you. Like, how do people think contract negotiations go? <laughs> like, I, like, how do you think that goes down? Where it's like, hello, Mister Murray, hello, <laughs> Mister Cardinal. Oh, we would like to give you this money. That's a completely acceptable amount of money, Mister Cardinal. Here, we'll sign. It's like. No, it, it, it it's probably fucking piss ugly. Like, it, it, like like every single time that happens, it's it's piss ugly, dude. Like it, it's and if it it's doesn't, not you're right. And if yeah. it
1: doesn't go that way, which it never does, because obviously the player is trying to maximize their profit, while on the other side of the party, they're trying to maximize as much as or the opposite of maximize, demaxify, mm-hmm. which isn't a word. Yeah, and. If it doesn't go that way, people freak out and it's like, no dude, they're bartering. Like they're they're yeah. trying to meet in the middle. Like that that's the way this goes.
0: It's literally some of the highest level business <laughs> communications happening in the entire world. Like it's like <laughs> Yeah, it's probably fucking intense.
1: Can you believe they still don't have a contract? Can you believe they still that? Don't have a yeah, I could well, totally they, believe
0: they, that. They do. He's still under a different contract. He is just trying to good get a point. Bigger line. good like, point.
1: Good yeah, point. Good
0: point. Yeah. So it's like, I, like maybe one out of every a hundred times, this is something like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. One out of every a hundred times, this is Kawhi Leonard, but like, it's, it, it this is not, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go out on a branch. say, not Kawhi Leonard. Like you're going to go ahead and call that now. It's frustrating. Kyler Murray is just going to be, he's going to be a Cardinal. It makes no sense for this to go any
1: other way. No, no. We literally like, put all of our eggs in his basket and, and there's no, there's no other direction to go. He will get as much money as it takes, and that's what we're trying to figure out how much it takes.
0: <laughs> well, like they're making a big thing, like oh, no other quarterback has negotiated this early in their deal. Like you know they wait another year for an extension.
1: Get the f- like, no, I know. What? I promise every
0: single one of them negotiated yep. at this point, but we just didn't hear about it, and you guys are looking for something to talk exactly. about. So again, engage in good faith with. The topic that is your job to engage with, like, listen, I I get it. We talk about we have like bitch about Kong Cowherd and like Skip Bayless on the show. That I, I get it. I I I I understand. What I do not understand is the way that the ideas put forward in those programs dominate conversation. Like, like that's the part that that bothers me because like Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith or Kong heard, or like. Any of like the buzzing underhive of those guys will say something, and then for some reason, like now we have to talk about on SportsCenter. It's like no, you can just let it buzz down there. Just because Jimmy Two Toes tweeted about it doesn't mean like oh, Jimmy Two Toes beat me to the story. Now I have to tweet about it. It's like no, just let let Jimmy Two Toes
1: like make shit up. It's fine. It's not hurting anyone. (laughs) it's a good point man they have to they have to like shine the light on it even brighter which it does make it all the worse but yeah again thanks man and thanks cody thanks david for not even entertaining this bullshit um it's much appreciated from my end just because like it's just a like you said it's a waste of time and this is it this is all the the calories i want to ingest into this is is giving our philosophy on this type of shit that's that's i'll leave it at that
0: i um I, I really like the idea of, of David sitting listening to this going, why doesn't someone say this about Matt Ryan? Like, why can't we have this story about Matt Ryan? So he's,
1: like, jealous of your made-up drama with your quarterback because he wants to get rid of Matt Ryan. It sounds very realistic. So before we go, man, is there any uh, Denver hotboy rabbit hole we need to go down, man, now that...
0: No, 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 Matthew. We like we we got to let that bit breathe, I think. <laughs>
1: It's the, we got
0: we got like as deep into the golden woods as we possibly could last week. We man. did like, spend
1: a lot of energy signing Russell Wilson, so I'm fine with giving it a break.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did, man. Like that that that's the update is that we got Russell Wilson. Uh, we didn't have to Yu Gi Oh battle anyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. David didn't have to lose to was it Antonio Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown? Yeah, yeah. Yu Gi Oh battle. So ridiculous. You're so fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> So so, I, I told Crosby, I'm like, dude, just come in and demand a stupid amount of money and they'll give it to you. And <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, well, I want a lead position. I'm like, fuck, that's a good idea because you have been leading and it would probably feel weird to go back just to go shooting x-rays. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be
1: dope, man. He's coming back, man, if Cody's for real one day.
0: Yeah, Cody yep. and Mrs.
1: Cody listening to our conversation yep. come up and live with us. Just get here now. Just think about it, dude. Man. We could play Frisbee golf in like three months, dude, when it finally gets warm enough not to freeze your dick off. I, I, so Nick texted me out of the blue the other day, and he's like, dude, I miss fucking dude, That's Frisbee. awesome, because everybody does that to yeah. me so randomly. Like <laughs> yeah. at work, they're like, man, I'm just ready for this w- like fucking weather to break so we could go play Ultimate Frisbee. And I'm like, dude, you're reading my mind. Yeah, man. That was, I'm down. I'm, I, I'm not even embarrassed. That was like the most fun I had. Like...
0: Mm-hmm. It,
1: it was so fun.
0: I'm super excited to go out in the field and take this new 230 pound frame for a spin. See how dude, you're
1: going to be a completely went. different type of receiver now. You're just going to be like mm-hmm. all all are your position guy now. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. boxing out, rebounding. Well, no, I'm gonna
0: ha- I'm I'm gonna have that uh, that 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 Burke speed though. Oh, you are so so still, still running a four five five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just got the yeah. size to go with high it. high four fives. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, we
1: could theoretically play in like. A month, a month and a half, two months, something like that. One, to dude. Two I, I. One of the thoughts I had was to do it before the draft.
0: Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I would like to. I mean, with, if the weather stays like this, we can do it way, way earlier. Than dude, that. I mean, we could but, do yeah. it
1: like one of the draft days, and then just go to my house and watch one of the days. Yep. Yeah, I would. I would totally be down with that, man. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah, it's gonna be. I definitely want to be outside this summer, man. Like that's gonna be one of my. uh Like, focus is is to get outside and play. Yeah, man.
0: Get get some sun. Yep. All right. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Football Hot Boys. Sorry we missed a week there, but uh, I felt like I was going to die, and my stomach hurt so bad that I could not stay in one place for 15 minutes without having to go up and... Uh, use bathroom so i definitely couldn't record definitely could not record a uh podcast so thank you for putting up with that we'll try not to miss any weeks going forward uh but in the meantime go out that extra week actually gave you more time to go out and tell your friends about this podcast and grow did you use that time appropriately did you guys Yeah, that's what I thought. So make up for it this week. Tell more people. Share us on social media. Follow us at FB underscore hotboys and heads up on Facebook. And until next week, go out there and stay hot there, boys and girls. Peace. I am out of stupid things.